0: coming out to control yourself a showcase of funny we do the show every Sunday and tonight's special we have a dope lineup and uh, this is our first podcast recording give it up for yourselves for being here so excited yeehaw Uh, I'm not gonna start with crowd work I'm not gonna do that (laughs) I'm not gonna do it most people would I want it maybe in the middle of this (laughs) and I got my eyes set on you as you're sucking your finger you pervert okay perfect (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm a little bit turned on. I don't know how to deal with this. It's fine.
1: <laughs>
0: Do you guys ever want to uh, shave your whole body and start over?
1: <laughs>
0: right? That's kind of how I feel right now. I'm having a rough week. I thought I was in love for two days. Turns out I'm not. I just confuse the idea of love with the fact that I want to be held while I eat a burrito. <laughs> Which I get is only fun for a one-person meal. (laughs) Lonely. It's okay. You don't have to feel bad. (laughs) Oh, my life is fine. (laughs) Ask my roommates. You know what I mean? (laughs) Gross. Very thin walls in my little bungalow, but rent-controlled, so I'm happy. Normally, it gets like a standing ovation. You're like, you're a hero in Portland. I know. I just work really hard. I dress up though. I'm a little bit self-conscious. Whenever I look in the mirror, I'm just like, God, I just look like a cool aunt. (laughs) You know? I look like the aunt that's just going to fuck all your friends. (laughs) Like, ooh, she owns a motorcycle, doesn't she? (laughs) And like a pair of doves for some reason. (laughs) All cool aunts do, man. It's totally fine. I just feel like I just look... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just look i look like I could fucking, like I know how to beer bong, but also pay my bills, like <laughs> right on time. <laughs> and it's 100% true, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I am getting older, though. I recently turned 30.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this face, I know.
0: Thank you. But it's happening to my bod. It's happening to my bod. I recently, inside ball game, I just need you to know, my left breast is slightly larger than my right. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's never got an applause before. (laughs) So excited, (laughs) right? Same. I think it just means because our hearts are so big. (laughs) Anna and Dad. (laughs) It's just so heavy, carrying it around all the time. That's just for me. I am trying to better myself, though, um, I'm trying to become a better human being as I age. And I found myself in the bettering position, you know, ass up, hands down, <laughs> stomach folded. Uh, I was biking. <laughs> yeah, I was biking around town. And ladies, you know when you feel a predator approaching, <laughs> right? <laughs> this time it was in the form of a Chevy truck. And he comes clunking in hot, like, just like, da-dunk, da-dunk. And I can just feel him approaching. And I was like, ooh, I know how to play this game, (laughs) right? So I start shaking my hair inside my helmet. I'm like, (laughs) yes! My ass does look great today. Yes! (laughs) Comes rolling in. And you can just feel him. And he, this is, he, Goes right alongside of me, right? He just levels off with me and I'm just like, ooh, bring it. I got binders of your compliments, dudes. (laughs) I got binders. (laughs) See how I flip that, okay. (laughs) So he comes in and he took the amount of effort was mind boggling that this gentleman took. He comes rolling in, he's sitting in one seat, reaches over an empty passenger seat to physically roll (laughs) down A Chevy truck window. (laughs) And I'm just like pacing with him, just like, mm, I can just like see it, you know? And for a second I was like, am I in a Wrangler's Gene commercial? (laughs) (laughs) Is this my movie scene moment? (laughs) But he rolls down this window and he leans all the way out and he goes, keep biking, sweetheart, because it ain't helping. Normally, again, you're like that. I like how like sad you feel. Normally, that's like <laughs> shock value. But you guys are just Portland polite. You're like, no, did you drink kombucha later? <laughs> did you pick yourself up? <laughs> my first reaction, I was, I didn't know what to say. I was totally shocked by this. And not what I expected. Didn't know what to do. So my first thought, I just yelled out, I had a baby. <laughs> not true. <laughs> <laughs> not true at all. I didn't have a baby. I went to college. Nothing stuck, you know. I mean? <laughs>
1: it's just
0: defenseless. But off the top of my head pretty innovative, right? <laughs> I fancy myself an innovative person, um, recently become the poorest I've ever been. Super dirt poor. Yeah. Nice. Clap it up for not having any money. <laughs> But yeah, you're here for $2 drink specials and some laughs, you know? <laughs> I mean, this, it is <laughs> the elections on Tuesday, we literally have until Tuesday to have joy in our lives. That is, <laughs> that is the time frame. So you guys made the right decision by being here tonight as a community to just come together and laugh. Okay. <laughs> but I have become poor. I'm not going to buy tampons anymore. Fuck it.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry, gentlemen. <laughs> I'm just going to wear dark jeans and let that shit catch. (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea who I'm locking eyes with, but I feel it. (laughs) Right there. (laughs) It's fine. It it is a seasonal. I have have one and only impression that I do, and I get so excited to do it because it's a seasonal impression. (laughs) Don't be concerned with seasonal depression, Portland. We all have it. We know. <laughs> but this is my one and only impression, um, and I have until Thanksgiving. I believe it's a hu- it's a Halloween impression, but I have until Thanksgiving because fuck it, I'm Catholic. I can do what I want. <laughs> that made zero sense, but whatever. Um, <laughs> what if that was just how I walked around? Fuck it, I'm Catholic, and they're like, yeah, for thousands of years, you guys have been acting that way. So okay. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Oh, (laughs) funny. Okay, uh, (laughs) I just cracked myself up. (laughs) But you guys know when you're fucking with Walgreens during (laughs) Halloween time to buy some dinner. You've been there. (laughs) And you taste some... No? (laughs) No? I know they don't have a produce aisle, (laughs) but they have everything else. (laughs) Get your life right. Fuck with Walgreens (laughs) once in a while. God. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm only New Seasons. Okay.
1: (laughs) New Seasons burned down my house. Okay. No, I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's probably true somewhere. Okay. um. (laughs) But you know when you're fucking with Walgreens and you just take a left hand turn down the Halloween aisle and you just see like a box of Snickers, and you're like, ooh, Snickers. <laughs> and you reach your hand, because you know you want it, but you know your gym teacher's like, no, gym teacher? I don't know. That's what I meant for, like, an, a gym. It doesn't matter. That was a rant that went nowhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're in <laughs> your gym, what am I doing? Okay. I <laughs> <laughs> you know, you see the Snickers, you just want to reach a hand in and just grab them all as an adult. Mm-hmm. But there's a barrier. There's one of those little Halloween motion sensor ghosts oh. hanging right above the Snicker box. <laughs> close your eyes. I'm not going to touch you, just like close your eyes. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Spot on. Right?
1: (laughs) Yes! God, that's so good.
0: (laughs) I've been practicing since I was like a toddler for that. And finally, my parents can be proud of me for something. (laughs) Finally. Mom, are you listening? Are you proud? (laughs) She's like, God damn it, Joanne. Okay, okay. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Uh, I got to go. <laughs> um, I will say this, I'll end with the mom joke because she's the best. And uh, my family, I love my family. I honestly do. They're, it's they're like an exhausting kind of family. They live in Wisconsin by choice, and they <laughs> <laughs> love them.
1: <laughs>
0: but they're like, y- just exa- we don't see eye to eye all the time. You know, like perfect example, last time I was home, my mom was like, Joanne, why is there wine in the bathroom? It's was like, because I like to party, mom. No, leave me alone. <laughs> you know, like that kind of exhausting. <laughs> we just don't get each other.
1: <laughs>
0: but my mom is a sober mom. She's a sober mom. She's just constantly not drinking. Um, <laughs> so tough growing up. And <laughs> she had one sip of a margarita in high school and hated it and never touched alcohol again. And I was like, well, duh, mom. You had a high schooler make you a margarita. Grow up, you know? <laughs> like toilet bowl water at that point. God. But she's great. But I think she just feels guilty because she definitely, like, birthed an army of alcoholics. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my sisters and I are. It's in this world. They're not anymore. Now they have families. This joke's old. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I realize that right now. I was like, no, they're, like, married with two kids and job. They're, like, doing just fine. I'm not in any of the family photos. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know how, like, you know a family loves you when there's, like, family photos and then they, like, do a cute thing. like, print off the family member that can't be there and, like, hold up her face. I don't get any of that shit. (laughs) Welcome to my diary. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: but you know how most moms they hang up the phone with you they're like goodbye I love you my mom hangs up the phone with me by saying goodbye don't be drunk and stupid <laughs> <laughs> I was like mom not to quote Beyonce she's just gonna think that I'm dancing in front of a mirror with a bottle of wine by myself which is probably true but I'm a grown ass woman okay? <laughs> she's like really you're grown how about that one time you pocket dialed me we at a 7-Eleven buying beef jerky and you told the counter guy not to judge you <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry you overheard that. (laughs) She's like, You're sorry? How about the other time when you pocket dialed me, we were trying to pawn your half eaten hot dog off to a homeless man, and when he refused, you just yelled out, Beggars can't be choosers. (laughs) I was like, Oh my God. She goes, Take my number out of your phone. (laughs) And that has been a one act play from my one woman play titled My Family Doesn't Hug. thank you guys you are amazing let's keep going with this show (laughs) Fuck yes you guys the coolest part about doing this show every week is that uh, we get dropping guests all of the time and your first comic to kick off this next bit is uh is not from here (laughs) so we're gonna give him the biggest warmest welcome he's so goddamn hilarious i you live in l.a now right yes i do yeah but from florida originally right yeah, I do. Yeah! Give a warm welcome for the very hilarious Preacher Lawson, ladies and gentlemen! Yes! yes. yes. Thank, you, thank, you. thank
2: you, Thank you so much! Thank you so much! That's not beer, by the way. Give it up for your host. Give it up for her. All right. It's not beer. It's kombucha. I can't take beer or like alcohol at all because it's nasty to me. Uh, drink up, do your thing. I just can't, I don't like beer, okay? Cause it takes, if beer, if alcohol tasted like Welch's grape juice, I'd be drunk right now. But it doesn't, it doesn't. I've never seen someone, everybody know alcohol is nasty. I've never seen someone take a shot and not slap a table. I've never seen someone, ah! Like why are you slapping the table? I don't want to eat a burger, Whopper! I don't want that burger, you know what I'm saying? I don't want that. All alcohol does is make you dizzy. Like, if you can't even afford alcohol, just start spinning in circles. That's all you need to do. What you doing, girl? You know I don't get paid till Friday. I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to I'm saying, jump on a merry-go-round. You a drunk, all right? Uh, anyway, I'm glad to be here. No black people in Portland. All right, that's cool. That's cool. I'm famous. I just got off the plane. they like, what's up, number three? I was like, I'm good. Really good. No black people. I like it. I'm famous. You know what I'm saying? It's great. I just did. I did a show in uh, Florida, St. Augustine. Fun fact about St. Augustine is the oldest city in America. All right, if you didn't know that. Another fun fact: St. People that first lived in St. Augustine still do. So many old people. Oh my gosh! The youngest person in the audience was dead. That's how old they are. It was one black lady in the front row. She was super old too. She looked like the last survivor of Harriet Tubman's Underground Railroad. She was so. She was so old. She ain't laughing at any jokes. She was looking at me mad the whole time, like that. Why are you mad? You should be happy. You're free now. You know what I'm saying? Right? I'm not racist, guys. I love black people. I swear. Like I'm, my best friend's black. So I like, you know what I'm saying? Just saying, just saying she was old. She was like ninety thousand. She had braces on for what? Like, why? <laughs> who are you trying to look sexy for? Jesus, because that's who you. you know what I'm too late. Just saying. <laughs> My grandma got a <laughs> my grandma got a Facebook. I feel like she's too old to have a Facebook. Like every time her phone beep from her getting a text message, she thinks it's the microwave. Like that's how old she is. She could be driving the car. Beep! How the microwave getting the car, baby? Like, look at the road. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel safe driving with my grandma because she's really spiritual. Like she's like to the point where she's not afraid of dying. So I don't wanna feel safe. You know what I mean? She got that attitude. Like if I die, I'm going to heaven, so it don't matter. Like. <laughs> I'm like, it does matter, Grandma. I'm in the car, okay? (laughs) Matters. We almost got hit by a train the other day. I was flipping out. I was like, yo, grandma, we almost died. She's like, no, I almost seen Jesus. I was like, all right. All right. <laughs> this, this is how spiritual my grandma is. If I got shot in the chest eight times, instead of her calling the ambulance, she would get on her knees praying, like, please, Lord Jesus, I get these eight demons outside my grandbaby's chest. Let the bullets rise up and part ways from his chest. Like Moses did the Red Sea. Yes, Lord, let the blessings rain down from the windows to the walls, and let all these blessings fall. <laughs> Turned down for what, Lord Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> Little John three, sixteen. That's uh, <laughs> 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 a <are> great uh. <laughs> I've yeah, been single for three years. You know what I noticed after being single for three years? Because when I first got single, I was like, I had high standards. I was like, you know, she got to look like this, that, and then the face, you know, color got to be blue. You know, I just had all this. Thing. I was like, she got to be, you know, find I me mean, a uh, personality over looks, but I'm about, I'm not gonna date some kind hearted alien. Like I had this whole, whole thing, and then, then as lo- the longer I was single, the lower my standards get. So I was like, after a while, I was like, uh, who needs teeth? You know, like you smile. With your heart, ladies, and I understand it. It's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? What's inside, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, it's a great, yeah, it's so funny. Like, this is great, this is great. It's weird, man. I got an iPhone 6S Plus, which is a huge phone that's the same size as 7. I feel like phones are too big. Like, every time I swipe down my screen, I feel like I'm playing the prices right. That's how big my phone is. I on my Facebook feed. I got <laughs> a hopscotch to text people. I'm going to call you back later. I'm like, it's, it's too big. I got me as my screensaver this girl seen it and called me conceited. She like, you got you, as your screensaver? Are you serious? That's conceited, you know? And she white, by the way. And uh, I was. <laughs> I was, I was like, I'm conceited because I forgot a picture of me. as my screen. I was like, conceited. It's my phone. Why can't I have a picture of me on my, if I put a picture of me as, as on your screen of me, that's conceited, but it's my phone. I can do what I want. I don't got any kids, I don't got a girlfriend. What else going to be my screensaver, huh? Some random picture of a lake. I can't swim, all right? So I got me, because I like me, all right? I got an iPhone 6S Plus, 128 gig. That's a $940 phone, all right? I paid. My mom paid nine (laughs) hundred and forty dollars. Do it a waltz, okay? I was working out at the LA Fitness down the street and I was uh, eating candy. I was eating gummy worms because they're amazing. Have you tasted gummy worms? Oh my God. You know what I'm saying? So good. And uh, this girl, <laughs> this woman, <laughs> this woman watched this old lady. She like, You can't be eating. That's how she sounded. Uh, she like, You can't be eating no gummy worms because <laughs> you eat gummy worms, you gonna, you going to get out of shape. And I was like, I'm not going to get out of shape because, you know, I got to. I got a high metabolism, you know, and I work out, and uh, I'm black. So I have really good genes, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be okay. She's like, but you can use that now, but when you get my age, you can't do that anymore. I was like, I- I'll be fine, because when I get your age, I'm still going to be black, okay? <laughs> we have really good genes, okay? Hundreds of years of specifics, you know, breeding, all right? P90 <laughs> the extra slaving, we got good genes. And after a while, <laughs> people like, oh, snap, mother of that. I live in LA now, I do live in LA, it's pretty dope, man. I don't like people from LA, because when I first moved down there, nobody warned me about a place called uh, Watts, which is extremely dangerous. Do you know Watts? Oh my, god, you get shot over there, right? I didn't know it was dangerous. I, you, look, I didn't know it was the ghetto. I was looking for apartments online, Watts was in my price range. And i that's why, I, you know what I'm saying? I was like, $40 a month? I could do that, you know what I'm saying? That is, that is not a bad deal for a seven bedroom. And I moved in there, it's a really bad idea, okay? So, a lot of thugs and gangsters are you looking at me i am not a gangster okay i tried to be a gangster i just can't be one because i'm ticklish okay you can't you know what i'm saying what if, what if the cops pat me down i don't got no car like i like, nah, take you seriously i'm scared i'm scared of the dark i can be hard till like 9 p.m then i can not after that you know what i'm saying i love kitties you cannot be a gangster and love kitties like i just Love kitties. You know what I'm saying? People th- just think about kids. I just want to love them. You know, it's just so cute. I'm oh a gosh. People think I'm joking. I'm not. Like I remember, my mom brought like three kittens to my house the other day because her house and I live with her. And man, I I was, <laughs> God, I You know, it's just great. If I ever get a tattoo, it's gonna be of a kitty. Now that's where. It's so cute, man. I don't have any money, I, w- I don't wanna be rich, I just want enough money to get robbed. Like, that'd be cool, you know what I mean? <laughs> to get, ah, oh, dang it, that's money, you know what I'm saying? That'd be great get robbed one day. I, I can't, I don't have any money, I just leave my wallet sitting around everywhere. My ex used to get on me all the time. Preach, you can't leave wallet everywhere. Someone's gonna steal it. I was, I was like, there's, there's no money in it. She's like, someone can steal, take your identity. I was like, well, I feel sorry for them, okay? <laughs> what you gonna build my credit up? <laughs> you can't do anything worse at all, man. Nothing at all. That's why I don't get that saying, broke is a joke. I think it's a dumb saying. I've never looked at my empty wallet and was like, ha ha, ha ha, I can't pay rent. No, it's not. You want to hear a broke joke? Knock, knock. Who's there? Nobody, because I got evicted. OK, that's, that's, <laughs> you guys are great, man. Small shop of Whole Foods. I don't have any, I'm not, this joke right here. Uh, <laughs> This <laughs> dude cracking a bit. Um, <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> you like that joke? <laughs> you like that joke? All right. I'm going to do it. All right, so listen. No, nah, I'm not. No, nah, it's too long. All right, so uh, I guess I'll talk about, about my ex. All right, so the reason me and my ex broke up, and I know we're getting calmed down. It's really sad. Uh, the reason we broke up is because we can't have any children. I'm getting old. I would love to have children in the future. Uh, we would adopt. We can adopt, but biologically between, between me and my ex, we couldn't have any because my ex has she has a huge forehead, and I don't want to pass those genes down. Man. You know what I'm saying to my children? You're not about to have my kid looking like Jim Neutron. So I was like, we can't, we can't be together. All right. Our first kiss, I was bleeding. That's not supposed to happen. Like, she got a big forehead. I got some big old lips. We both had big noses. Like, if we had a son, his face would be in 3D. Is what I'm saying. All right. I can't even play Peekable with him, because he would scare me, you know? he get, he get in fights all the time. Kids the yell at him, get out of my face. You black i across the street, man. I am. <laughs> Parents got these fat faces. <laughs> I know I got big lips. I know I do. Y'all know I do, okay? We making out right now, okay? I like these lips. Women like my lips, okay? They love it when a man suffocate them. You got that, yeah. You like that, and I realize my lips are big, and with great power comes great responsibility, all right? I realize, I realize if I kiss somebody too fast, that's assault. Like I know how big <laughs> my lips are. This is how I'm gonna my kids. That's I'm gonna kiss them. That's how I'm whoop my kids. Because my mom, she used to tell us to go outside and get a twig. I'm just going like, I'm, <laughs> they're gonna come home day and one day and it'll be late. And I'm like, listen, Junior, I told you to come home at 9 o'clock, it's 9.30. But Dad, but Dad, nothing. Get the chapstick! And it's going down. <laughs> <laughs> put it all over. <laughs> you guys are crazy. All right. I, I, oh, is that my. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, is that the thing? <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. My name is Preacher Lost, and I appreciate you. Have a good evening. <laughs>
0: There, black people do exist here, kind of. Okay, they move away. (coughs) It's okay. I got weird. I don't care. It's called Control Yourself. That's what happens. (laughs) I have no control over the things that come out of my mouth. You guys. What? Did you say what? Oh, you didn't. Okay. Also, I'm very good at transitions, and this is mostly what this is about. (laughs) I do want to ask, does anyone, did anyone have a dope Halloween costume? No. No? No? Who wooed really hard? What was it? Yell it out. Uh, Zombie Diablo hot sauce. Zombie Diablo hot sauce? That is pretty dope. I have no idea what that is. Okay. (laughs) I'm so Midwestern, I can't stand (laughs) it. (laughs) Chicago? Hot sauce? Have you what's that what's that shot called in Chicago? Malort. Malort! Oh, shit with me N- oh yeah. really? Are you smuggled malort from <laughs> Chicago? Dope. <laughs> it tastes like black licorice. <laughs> That's what I thought, no? No. Not at all? That's absent. <laughs> <laughs> Getting heckled at my own crowd working. <laughs> You got a long way to go, Shinderly! Okay, fine, <laughs> fine. I get it. <laughs> uh, I do have a question, though. You'll you'll love this. I, uh, did anyone fall asleep with their Halloween makeup on <laughs> and fuck up their pillowcases? Anybody? <laughs> Anybody? Okay. I just yes, perfect. I just this isn't a joke. This is just a PSA announcement. I just before we get the next comic up here, just one from me to you. I want you to know about this. I. There's the department store, Kohl's. You fuck yeah. with Kohl's, Chicago. She's not even listening to me anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's over me. She's like, you're dumb. <laughs> I can't. I can't even. Um, I get it. So do all my exes. Okay. So. <laughs> 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 PSA announcement, not even a joke, just real truth facts, because if you leave here with one thinking b- thing besides laughter and all these comics names on the tip of your tongue and how such a great, good time you had tonight, I want you to know that every year, af- the day after Halloween, Cole's <laughs> department store has 50% off linens. Coinkydink <laughs> <laughs> or marketing genius? <laughs> Go get a credit card. Okay, you guys! (laughs) Your next comic coming to the stage. Such a dear friend of this show. So goddamn hilarious. You can see him once a month Fridays at uh, Brody Theater running a show called Fly Ass Jokes. He's also a semi-finalist in Portland's funniest person. You're going to fucking love him as much as everyone else does. Give your hands together! (laughs) For the very funny Mr. Ben Harkins. (laughs)
3: Um. <laughs> so uh, uh, get ready for listening to a guy who sounds like this <laughs> going up after that guy who sounded like that <laughs> I don't got a lot of energy Guys, uh, people ask me all the time. They're like, uh, "Hey Ben, how do you have fun and save money?" <laughs> because I I happen to be an expert on the subject. Uh, so what I've done for you guys tonight is uh, I've prepared like a really neat list of uh, tips for having fun and saving money. <laughs> so. Just to get the ball rolling on this, uh, uh, let me tell you how I started my day. I, uh, I walked into my living room, and I uh, stayed there, and I didn't turn the lights on. <laughs> and uh, here's another cool tip for having fun and saving money. Uh, you can... <laughs> You can uh, drink a glass of water in the dark. (laughs) You can uh, try to figure out where the ants are coming from. (laughs) You'll never get to the bottom of that one. It's important to remember, guys, it's not about getting results <laughs> when it comes to having fun and saving money. It's, <laughs> it's about the journey. <laughs> if you want some results with the ant thing, here's what you do. You, ch- you, you check out your local cafe, and uh, you know how they have those uh, packets of sugar for coffees? you don't have to pay for those. (laughs) So you check out your local cafe, and once (laughs) you've got the sugars and sweeteners in your hand, it doesn't even matter if they kick you out. (laughs) Like, you already have what you came for. (laughs) They're probably not going to apprehend you. (laughs) So you take the packets of sugar, and you put it in a dish, and you put that dish in an unpopular corner (laughs) of your apartment, and then that corner belongs to the ants now. (laughs) So that way you get the whole rest of the apartment to yourself. Guys, that last part, it was obviously a joke, you know? (laughs) Like, you're not going to get the whole apartment to yourself. No one can afford to live without roommates anymore. (laughs) That ship sank a while ago. (laughs) There's another way to have fun and save money. If somebody left their DVD of Caddyshack at your apartment (laughs) three years ago, (laughs) you get to uh, watch that movie. (laughs) Again. It's still good. It's still fun. Also try to do uh, find a hobby, find a cheap hobby, <laughs> S- something affordable. <laughs> I've been doing uh, magic. <laughs> For this next portion of of the <laughs> joke, I'm going to need a volunteer from the audience. <laughs> I need a volunteer from the audience. <laughs> You'll do it? Please come on up here. (laughs) Let's give it up for our lovely volunteer. (laughs) Come on up. uh, Yeah, come on up. Yeah. You don't. Okay. It's not that bad. She said, Do I have to get closer to you? (laughs) That's what she really said to me in front of people. In front of people. All these people. Fine, here we go. (laughs) In my hand, I have four cards. This one has one dot on it. This one has two dots on it. (laughs) This one has three dots on it. And this one doesn't have anything on it. I need you to take the one that doesn't have anything on it. I need you to take this pen. I need you to write down. Your uh, HBO Go password, <laughs> username, and internet service <laughs> provider. <laughs> the trick doesn't work unless I have uh, unless I have all three of those things.
1: Okay.
3: (laughs) And um it says uh, butts roll (laughs) and then there's a uh, picture of a butt hole. (laughs) Just the hole. Just the hole. (laughs) Okay, so I, I need another volunteer. From the audience, everybody. That's <laughs> yeah, over. Here's a... Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, it's a really... Yep, thanks. <laughs> thanks for helping me out in front of people. <laughs> Here's another cool tip for uh, having fun and saving money, I guess. Uh, you can check out your local library and uh... <laughs> cry <laughs> in front of other people's kids <laughs> I crack the code to uh... crying in public people you grab a book first <laughs> that way nobody suspects a thing <laughs> they just think that you read more than they do. <laughs> the last time this happened, I grabbed a book about dragons. <laughs> it was clearly about dragons. It had a dragon on the cover. It said dragons on the side. <laughs> and they were like, and people were just like, wow, I wish I loved anything as much as that guy loves dragons. <laughs> So like guys, like the future, uh, what do you guys think is going to happen? Dragons. No, that's <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> Clearly nobody knows what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> that's why it's so exciting. <laughs> I know one thing that's going to happen in the future, like we're definitely going to have like robots that fuck people. I know this because we already have, like, primitive, (laughs) shitty robots that fuck people. (laughs) You've seen them on the Internet. Don't act like you haven't. Like, do you guys... (laughs) Everybody watches porn. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so we got shitty robots now. Like, do you guys remember how cell phones used to be? Those things are going to get better and better and more essential and essential. <laughs> like, we're not just going to have robots that fuck you. We're going to have robots that get you. <laughs> like, we're going to have robots that are like, hey, I saw you gave that movie five stars on Netflix. Like, <laughs> maybe you'd like it if I like ate your ass out in the car later. It's like opening up doors for everyone (laughs) tearing down the bullshit (laughs) but like this is like the first time like we've like sexuality and technology have been this like closely meshed in like civilization like so we don't have like any rules about this so far like how there's no legislation around robots that fuck people. Like I just have one question, like how short are we allowed to make these robots that <laughs> fuck people? I think it, somebody's got to ask the hard questions. <laughs> I heard a groan. Don't get me wrong, guys. Like I love the idea of like a like a sexy robot Peter Dinklage. <laughs> like coming up to me in a bar being like, <laughs> "Hey, I'm sponsored by Marlboro cigarettes <laughs> and Budweiser <laughs> beer. Uh, do you want some of these coupons? And then maybe I can like eat your ass out in the car later. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the most that's my America. That's like the <laughs> America that I want to <laughs> live in. But like what's the difference between like the sexy robot Peter Dinklage like in the eyes of the law? in the eyes of the law, you know, where it has to be very clearly stated. Like, what's the difference between, like, the sexy robot Peter Dinklage and, like, the sexy robot Boy Scout who's like, hi, my name is Noah, please stop, and I can't find my parents, (laughs) wink. (laughs) Like, this might be, I think this is a popular opinion. Like, I think that's over the line. Like, that's one of my favorite laws is the one where it's like, hey, don't fuck kids. (laughs) It's bad for (laughs) them. Yeah, give it up for me saying that. (laughs) And on that weird note, I am out of time, but thank you so much.
0: She's here. Super fan of the show. Love when we have her. Uh, Willamette Week voted her funniest stripper.
1: Woo! Woo! Yeah, with a cat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: she a pretty cat.
1: <laughs>
0: so hilarious. Also runs a show every last Friday at Funhouse Lounge called Comic Strip. It's dope as fuck. Go to it. But you're here right now and she's here for you. Give a warm welcome for the very funny Wendy Weiss!
4: I do have a cat, and like the reason Joanne said that, uh, Portland Mercury did a story on like Portland's most intriguing cat ladies, and I was in it, and like when they were talking to me about it, they were like, we just wanna do a story where uh, we just fight the stigma of crazy cat ladies. (laughs) I didn't know that was a thing that we needed to fucking fight right now. (laughs) I had no idea. I do have a cat though, and I love my cat. I went to go get my cat some food at the pet store, and I saw that they have canned alligator cat food because apparently alligators are the chicken of the swamp. <laughs> that's so fucking weird to me. That's like making mouse food out of bears. That's crazy fucking weird to me. I don't know why that's the fucking c- The lady at the store said it was for cats that are allergic to everything. They can't eat anything, except for alligators, apparently. (laughs) I don't know how they figured that out, but that's (laughs) the case. It's like when your girlfriend tells you that she's allergic to all jewelry, except for real gold. (laughs) So you feed her a fucking alligator. (laughs) Such a weird thing. Cats domesticated themselves, though. That's like what they say, which means this guy's nodding. He's like, yes, they did. I know that they did, for sure. (laughs) Uh, It's weird. That means that cats have domesticated themselves so well that they've manipulated human beings into feeding them their enemies. (laughs) So clever. I think there was just one one alligator in Florida who ate the wrong fucking cat. (sighs) That cat's cousin Vinny was like... I want him dead. (laughs) I want him dead. I want his family dead. (laughs) My children will eat his children. (laughs) Until the end of time. (laughs) And now we have alligator cat food forever. Forever. Society will crumble and cats will still be eating fucking alligators afterwards. (laughs) It's weird though, like the crazy cat thing... Like, if you are a woman and you have a cat, sometimes people will just be like, oh, my God, you have a cat. Are you crazy? <laughs> you must be crazy. You own a cat. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> like, No, I live in an apartment. <laughs> Can't have a bear, the obvious choice. <laughs> because I'm not rich, and I fear death, so that's not an option. I don't have time for a dog. Hamsters are fucking stupid. <laughs> and so are you if you own one and you're above the age of 10. <laughs> you are. I don't th- like I have no other choice really as a pet owner. I have a cat, but some people are like some women are like self-proclaimed crazy cat ladies. They're like, "Oh my god, I am so crazy. I love cats and I'm fucking crazy." Do you need medication, or? (laughs) No, I just, I like cats and I'm really crazy. Do you cut yourself and tell people it's their fault? (laughs) No, I'm just crazy and I love cats. (laughs) Do you drink their piss? Like what? (laughs) Where's the crazy here? No, it's crazier than that. I have three cats and I named them all after Serenity Characters. (laughs) I'm just so crazy. That's not a fucking crazy cat owner. A crazy cat owner is the first person to trudge out into a swamp, kill an alligator, (laughs) lay it out in front of their cat, and be like, does this please you? (laughs) (laughs) Will you eat this? That's a crazy cat owner. (laughs) I do have to, like, I feel kind of self-conscious right now because I did get a black eye recently, and we don't have to talk about how because it was sexual, but um, (laughs) it it was an accident. It was a total accident. I accidentally thought I could talk, and I'm so sorry, and I'll never do it again. (laughs) It was an accident. It really was an accident, but... It's been a blessing in disguise because I have never, ever had so much privacy on the bus before, (laughs) ever. People don't wanna hit on me. They don't even wanna make eye contact with me. (laughs) Battered women are an easy street, you guys. (laughs) Guys are like, oh, she already has a boyfriend. That's fine. We don't have to talk to her. I like, and I was walking around with this black eye and I saw, so I have this shark onesie and I was just wearing my shark onesie with it all the time just to lighten my look up a little <laughs> bit, just to have some fun with it, you know, just to distract from the, you know, facial injury that I had, but it just gave people an in to talk about the eye. They were just like, hey, sharky, jaws, candy right? <laughs> How are things at home? Are you, <laughs> are you okay? You guys know how you ward off a shark attack, right? Punch it in the eye. (laughs) 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 Mm. Mm. Um, A while back, I used to go to PSU and I would go to this burrito stand every day for lunch and I went there one day to get my burrito and I see this lady who is just yelling at people about abortion and she just looked really Like this lady looked like she probably thinks that Ann Coulter has kind eyes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like a super frigid bitch <laughs> crazy bitch and like she <laughs> she had this like billboard behind her with like like abortion pieces all over it and it was like horrible and I'm just like white knuckling my burrito because I'm so mad that I had to see this and I walk up to her and I say very calmly and reasonably uh, you know aside from your stance on abortion don't you think that maybe there's some women here who have had miscarriages and you're making them feel real bad right now And she shoves her camera in my face and goes, have you had an abortion? Now what I should have told her was lady, I was raised devout Baptist. Of course I've had an abortion. (laughs) (laughs) But what I actually did was take a swing at her. (laughs) miss, because I was (laughs) homeschooled. and then immediately get arrested because the police were standing there guarding her because they knew that she had a high-risk face for getting punched. (laughs) And like, I know I shouldn't have done that. That's exactly what she wanted to happen, I'm sure, but it just makes me so mad. Like telling somebody not to have an abortion is like telling somebody with a hornet's nest in their car that their car belongs to God. and that the hornets are a gift. <laughs> See, cause like in this analogy, like the car is your body and then like the <laughs> hornets are the baby. Except for here you have to like buy the hornets their own car and pay for the hornets to go to college and all that <laughs> stuff, so. Um, yeah. Oh God, you guys, I saw a mom blow a fat vape hit in her baby's face the other day. Exposing that baby to secondhand hand tight as fuck, you guys. <laughs> it was the coolest fucking baby. I'm sure that baby made his like first tattoo gun out of like a Disc Mim motor and a guitar string, <laughs> and he's just out there tattooing those sick chain S's that you used to draw. You know what I'm talking about? He just invites you to Mickey Avalon whenever he's <laughs> in town. <laughs> coolest fucking baby. Doesn't need a nightlight. He's already lit, bro. <laughs> um, I got one more for you guys. I was at an orgy a little while back and I was having what they call in the streets, mouth to genital relations with this man. <laughs> Thank you. He was black. Probably still is to this day, I'm guessing. And this lady that invited me, she was white, she came up behind him and slapped him on the shoulder and goes, yeah, you make that white girl suck your dick, brother. And that's when I realized that the most awkward place to run into a racist is at an orgy, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) It was so weird, cause she called him brother, I'm pretty sure because he was black, but she said it like Hulk Hogan which made it like infinitely more racist. Now we know that for sure in retrospect, <laughs> but at the time I was like, that sounds way more racist. <laughs> it's weird, it seems like people get like a little bit more racist, I think, when it comes to sex and dating. Like Once everyone has their dicks out, it's okay to start saying the N-word, which is what this lady did. I was uh, doing this thing with the same gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> That's writing him ass first on the couch if you're listening at home, basically. <laughs> Bouncing, bouncing up, on, uh, up and down on that dick, I think is what they call it. <laughs> and then I'm gazing across the landscape, and I see this lady getting railed by the only other black guy at the party, and her voice rings out, fuck me in my white ass, and then she called him the N-word. Now, if any of you white people are looking around for the nearest person of color to tell whether or not this joke is okay, <laughs> you're beginning to understand how I felt at this fucking party. <laughs> I had no idea what to do. I just (laughs) looked at the guy behind me. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear what she just said? (laughs) I'm really uncomfortable right now. (laughs) And to this guy's credit, all he did, <laughs> he just like stopped for half a second, just closed his eyes and shook his head, just fucking kept going. <laughs> Thank you guys, I've been Wendy Weiss.
0: <laughs> Wendy Weiss, ladies and gentlemen! If you're listening at home, I just tripped on my own stairs for the first time in three years. Sober. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Wendy Weiss! Let her hear it! (laughs) Fucking amazing. You guys having a good time? Yeah, awesome. We have two more comics on this bill. You in this to win this? Fuck yes, you are. Ugh, Sunday's forever. Your next comic coming to the stage, so excited, is just killing it all around town. She's been in San Francisco Sketchfest, Bumbershoot, Bridgetown, all of the above. Uh, runs a great show Monday nights at Eastburn called It's Gonna Be Okay. You can check out, she's an author, and you can check out her webcomic called Shut Up Diary. <laughs> so fucking funny one of my greatest friends in the entire world give a round of applause for barbara Home!
5: thank you joanne joanne chinderley oh man uh thanks um i uh, a friend recently told me that i had a sexy librarian look and i was like thank you so much for thinking that i have a master's degree this is gonna go okay. It's gonna be over really soon. I <laughs> um, I read a, a study recently that said that the more selfless you are, the better at sex you are. And that just makes me so filled with love for all of you guys. <laughs> um. I, I, I was at a bar recently playing pinball, and uh, this guy came up to me, and he was like, hey, cutie, what's your name? And I was like, sorry, man, I just kind of want to be left alone. By the way, sorry, man, I just kind of want to be left alone is the Swedish, uh, Swedish translation for Barbara. And, uh, and, and and like this happens to me a lot because I spend a lot of time like playing pinball or Pac-Man in bars or reading books. Um, a lot lately because recently I have been feeling. And <laughs> I, and like, like guys are always like, hey, what's your name? Like there's some kind of like drunk <laughs> I Don't like it. But uh, this guy just was like super assertive, and I was like, sorry, man, I just kind of want to like chill by myself. And then uh, he was like, he just kept, t- he did what like a lot of drunk men do to women at bars that say I want to be left alone, which is he kept talking to me. And, <laughs> uh, and he, uh, he was like, I'll tell you what, if we play this game of pinball, and if you win, I will give you this bag of weed. And I said yes, because I have anxiety, and it seemed like a good idea at the time. <laughs> and so then I put I put in a couple quarters, put in a dollar, and then I pressed two-player. And he said, I didn't know you could play two-player on pinball. And I was like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so I kicked his ass, because of course I did. And uh, thanks. The moral of that story is uh, don't talk to me alone ad- when I'm alone at a bar, unless you're like somebody that I know. And I don't know. Um, kind of in the process of ghosting this guy that I'm dating. (laughs) Uh, I'm not breaking up with him or ignoring him. I'm just like writing on his mirror and blood a lot. (laughs) 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 I think it sends the same message. (laughs) Uh, Did you all vote already? You all turn in your ballots? Good, 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 good. I was listening to the radio recently, and they were like, well, neither candidate is promising any real change. And I was like, oh, this guy thinks that the end of the world wouldn't be a change. <laughs> it's going to be fine. I, I, I have a couple friends that they've said before, I kind of want to vote for the candidate that I would have a beer with. And if I were to do that, I would always be writing in myself and a pile of books. My (laughs) favorite, having a beer with. Um, I have been searching for a new job recently, or as I like to think of it, employment Tinder. (laughs) And in the process of doing so, I've been checking the spam folder of my emails because I'm like, oh, I'm probably getting offered all these amazing writing jobs, and they're just going to my... No, that's not the case. (laughs) (laughs) But I will tell you, I don't know if you've ever checked my spam folder, but turns out... (laughs) I am getting a lot of emails sent to me from me, all porn (laughs) and like, I don't remember sending them (laughs) but I do believe in time travel. (laughs) So I'm not saying that I never (laughs) will (laughs) but all the emails are like, hey Barbara, from Barbara. Hey Barbara, wanna look at some sexy women? Uh
1: huh.
5: <laughs> yeah, future Babs, you got it. <laughs> I call myself Babs sometimes. Um, <laughs> you figured it out. It's a very <laughs> common nickname for Barbara. <laughs> I, I, I I, I, f- I, I, was. I've been on the online dating for a couple of years, and uh, it, it's the worst. And uh, recently, this guy sent me a message of uh, a stranger, a complete stranger, never met him before, and he opened with, a Scallywag, he opened with, you look like the kind of girl that would make a hair doll and mail it to someone. <laughs> and I was like, technically, those are hair action figures. <laughs> at my nerdiness, right? <laughs> Some of you are laughing so hard because, like, for the podcast listeners at home, I do look like the kind of girl that would make a hair doll. <laughs> Got, like, 10 pounds of hair and it's fine. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. I'm not that good of, like at, like, romantic love, but I'm really good at the first part of every romantic comedy, you know, when, the, like, the two protagonists hate each other. <laughs> and... I, I used to have, like, a lot of intimacy issues, but I'm pushing those away. <laughs> <laughs> this is my real speaking voice. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of, it's been kind of hard lately because I feel like some people hear my speaking voice and they just assume that, like, I have, like, like uh, like I uh, like I have like a lot of issues where the patriarchy has subjugated me, and like I, I'm doing like this porn baby thing where I'm like trying to be cute, doing baby voice, but in reality, I grew up inside a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> it's very difficult. My parents were always high. I am not on any antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication right now, or as I like to think of it, emotionally raw talking. I'm I'm doing fine. I I I I I used to have like a lot of problems with uh, depression, but I had to give it up because it was cutting into my drinking alone time. I, I'm gonna get out of here super soon. I, I care about all of you and I care about Joanne. I'm um uh, uh everything's fine. That's it. That's <laughs> what I don't know. <laughs> everything's fine. Um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I I I I do uh, like uh, spend a lot of time like reading in bars. And uh, recently I was at this bar reading a book, and this guy came up to me and he was like, "Hey, are you a regular here?" And I said, "What is this? An intervention?" Incidentally, you know that, like, you are a regular at any bar if that bartender will still serve you, even if you're crying.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Eastburn and the Standard
1: <laughs>
5: for this one. Yeah. Uh, and so he was like, no, I, I, it's not an intervention. I've just only been to this bar two times, and both times that I've been here, you've been in the same spot reading a book. And what I could have said was, they have a really dope comedy show downstairs, you should check it out. I could have said, they have great food here. I could have said, don't talk to women in bars reading books. I could have (laughs) said, anything normal would have been a first for me. What I did say was, I'm not following you. which definitely sounds like I was following him. <laughs> the only thing creepier that I could have said would have been the back of your head has kind eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a, I, I grew up in Seattle. Good job not clapping, that was the test. <laughs> I hated Seattle. I got bullied a lot in Seattle, but don't feel bad for me because the Seattle version of bullying is just some nerd screaming, why won't you fuck me? But then they write an acoustic rock song about it. (laughs) So it's okay. (laughs) Uh, One time I was doing a comedy show in Seattle and um, this male comedian came up to me and he was like, how did you get booked on this show? Which is not that polite. (laughs) And I said, mm, because I'm articulate. And then he said, pretty girls get everything they want. So I said, then why are you still talking to me? Oh! <laughs> I feel like some of you were like a little bit uncomfortable with that joke. Because you're like, she's not that. But this was like six years ago. Um, <laughs> seven, I don't know, seven years ago. I, I am a I'm twenty. I, I'm twenty nine. For the first time ever in my life, I'm starting to kind of show my age a little bit, like around my eyes and in my cheeks, and in my ability to tolerate bullshit. <laughs> and it's it's going fine. Um, I uh, like I'm not too worried about it. I I recently, just two days ago, I was ID'd going into an R-rated movie, uh-huh. which you have to be seventeen to get into. <laughs> and uh. Uh, was that the two minute or get off now? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so I was. I did going into an R rated movie and uh, and so I guess I like still got it.
1: <laughs>
5: and by it, I do mean a sense of immaturity and an inability to fit in anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Aw, you're so cute, though. Uh, that's probably what people say used to say to me. I don't know what's happening. Um, I, <laughs> I, 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 everything's fine. I, um, it's my new motto. Um, when I was in Seattle, I was a receptionist for like seven years, and uh, my—I don't know—my parents are not proud. And I uh have <laughs> three college degrees. Um. <laughs> No I do just this. Um, but I I, I, I I was a receptionist and uh, and this guy used to call my office like very regularly and he was super like like condescending and mean and he really hurt my feelings and he was always like, listen little girl, don't transfer me to a voicemail I need to talk to a real person, not a machine." And I'd be like, I am a machine) <laughs> A love machine. (laughs) Me, 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 me. And he'd be like, little girl, I cannot see those robot arms that you are doing because this is a telephone. (laughs) And I'd be like, if this is a telephone, then how did you know I was doing robot arms? (laughs) Because I know. I've always known. Dad? (laughs) Thank you guys so much, my name is Barbara Holm, thanks.
0: That's all you. You guys, are you ready for your final comic on this amazing bill? (laughs) Yes! Uh, So excited. We've had a great time thus far. Uh, This next comic, dear friend, great wingman, and also (laughs) inside ball game. Okay, and (laughs) Portland's third funniest person. You're going to think differently after you see him. He's amazing. Also featured on our dear friend Nathan Brannon's album called Because. It's out now. Please go get it. He's a Portland born and bred and an amazing comic. And now he lives in LA. And now I'm giving a plug for someone else. It's not your next comic. (laughs) But, love you, Nathan. Nathan. Go buy Because. (laughs) Your next comic coming on stage. You guys are in for a goddamn treat. Give the warmest motherfucking welcome for the very hilarious Adam Posse!
6: Y'all ready for some third place comedy, huh? That's what y'all came out to see, right? You ma'am, in the front, you left the house thinking, I wanna see some not quite made it, that's what I want the docket tonight. You guys all left thinking I want to see the dude at the lowest part of the podium that only gets the first verse of his national anthem played. (laughs) Well, that's what I've got for you. I've been to the mountain foot and... (laughs) Guys, give it up for all my friends you saw earlier tonight, clap it up for them. Your wonderful host, Joanne Schindlerly. So thankful. She's having me on the very first recorded episode of Control Your Hands Together. This is very exciting for me. Inside baseball, indeed. That's, that's a voice that absolutely needs to be recorded and put out to the world once a month. You guys all need that. Uh, for the listener at home, go fuck yourself. Come to the live show. You don't get to watch me dance. hit by a car last night, oh, 100% true. Uh, I was crossing the street, there was this giant puddle in my path and I was trying to avoid it and so I thought I'd run around it, I thought the way, the way was clear and I ran into a green lights lane and I was wrong because <laughs> a truck hit me and it knocked me into the puddle. Oh. So there's two messages to this story, the first of which is uh, don't avoid your problems, face them head on.
1: <laughs>
6: It'll just end up worse. The second message to this problem is I am fucking invincible! It did nothing to me. I felt fine. You understand me? I felt better than before the car hit me. I felt stronger like a juggernaut. I just got up and picked my backpack up off the ground. I went and knocked on the door of the car to check on them. And it was a good move, too, because they were shook up. <laughs> Either they were scared of me, cause I just proved that this dude can't hurt me with his Toyota tundra. <laughs> and I'm built and have the hairstyle of E Honda, he might have been afraid I was about to go Street Fighter bonus round on his ass. <laughs>
1: that
6: or like I'm also pulling off a fat Jesus look so they're like, did we just kill the savior? And he just the three days to come and cuss <laughs> us out about it. <laughs> what I did do, because it was my fault. They had the right of way, so they were like scared. And I was like, "Nah, you guys are fine. That was completely my fault. I'm sorry about that. Uh, go ahead, and get this baby home safe, though. I feel like the kids traumatized." <laughs> I got hit by a car, Susan. You don't <laughs> owe it the baby. The baby was in a. Ca- the baby was fine. I mean, I was fine too. So I'm a fucking badass. But seriously. <laughs> But guys, I feel more alive than I ever have. I feel so strong. I was trying to quit smoking. I was a day into quitting smoking, trying to get healthier. Then after the car hit me and I was fine, I went and bought a pack of cigarettes. Because if a car can't hurt me, what the fuck are these little weak-ass cigarettes gonna do to me? Bring it, cancer. I'm not using condoms no more. I'm invincible. I'm immortal. I cannot be stopped. I went on a trip to Hawaii a couple weeks ago. Yeah, life's good. I am car-proof, and I get to hang out in paradise. Things are going fantastic right now. I was in Hawaii for four days. I came home 25 pounds heavier than when I left. That's a lot of weight for a four-day Hawaii excursion. That'd be a lot of weight for a year-long journey to Candyland. I left and came home from Hawaii basically a medium-sized dog heavier. (laughs) Or 800 hamsters heavier. (laughs) Or two trimesters worth of human quintuplets heavier. (laughs) It's a good trip is what I'm trying to say to you right now. I had a great time, the whole trip was dope. I clearly ate all the food I wanted to eat. Uh, Saw my brother and his family, I was in Hawaii. The whole thing was, in fact, the flight there was great because they put me in my favorite seat on the airplane because my favorite place to sit on a plane is the middle of a three-person row. (laughs) I've seen people get into that seat and they're my size and they look embarrassed and shameful about that. And I don't understand, why would you be ashamed about being in the most powerful seat in that (laughs) row? When I'm in the center of a three-person row, I am the king of said row. I'm in charge of two other people's happiness for the duration (laughs) of that flight. (laughs) It doesn't take much to spoil my subject's day either. It's different to me Do I feel like sitting like this or this. (laughs) My tyranny begins before I even set foot on the plane, though. It starts at the (laughs) gate, because no matter what my ticket says, no matter what loading group it says I'm in, I get on the plane dead last. Dead last, I want everyone on there before me. Men, women, children, old people, handicaps. Load all that shit up and face it forward so I can see the fear in their eyes. (laughs) As they watch me moving down the plane in all of my glory. (laughs) When I'm going down the center aisle of an airplane, I try to make myself look bigger than I already am. (laughs) I stick my belly out further than it sticks out naturally. None of this dark colored shirt that's making me look super skinny right now. Uh, (laughs) Solid colors. With, if there's anything on the shirt, no pattern, but if there's anything on the shirt, horizontal stripes. Let's go (laughs) widescreen with this puppy. (laughs) I can walk and move around like everybody else in this room, but when I'm going down the center aisle of a plane, I Humpty Dumpty my ass down that plane. (laughs) I'm holding my ticket up like it's a death warrant. (laughs) If I'm going by first class and someone's having a little bit of pre-flight jitter chardonnay, I stomp extra hard so I get the Jurassic Park ripple in the liquid. (laughs) My favorite part of the whole experience is when I get to the aisle that actually has my seat in it, because when I get there, what I do is I walk past it. (laughs) And as I'm moving by, I can see people's bodies untense with relief. that they and a loved one don't have to squeeze in around me for three or four hours, and that's the exact moment where I poke my head right back in and go, oh, was
1: this row 25?
6: (laughs) Y'all are fucked right now. (laughs) Vacation is over, kids. Oh, no, you don't have to get up to let me into this aisle. I want you to feel me taking over your entire (laughs) world right now so you can know the king has arrived. That's what I do unless I get to my aisle, And there's just two other fat dudes waiting (laughs) around my seat for me. (laughs) Sometimes karma's instantaneous. (laughs) Portland's been changing the last couple years. Uh, My friends and I don't like it. Allegedly. And I say allegedly because if you ask me on the street, Adam, how do you feel about all this gentrification? I'll just be like, boo! Boo! But while I'm booing, I'm walking into a gelato shop. Do you understand? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, as a Facebook user, I hate what's going on in the city. But as a consumer, my debit card will tell you, I'm kind of on board with this whole gentrification <laughs> shit. It's just all fancy coffee shops and float tanks, according to my dread consumer habits. Ironically, most of the discussions I've had about the subject took place over brunch. <laughs> It's me and a circle of hypocrites talking about how horrible the (laughs) racism and greed is in it. And then we just wash all that legitimacy out of our mouths with hollandaise sauce and bottomless (laughs)
1: mimosas.
6: (laughs) But I do, I love Portland. Me and my friends, we identify as Portland ass Portland people. (laughs) And what's funny about that with my friends is, well, like, you guys happen to be Trump supporters in here by any chance? Okay, everybody else is against you and me, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But it seems like a dumb question to ask in Portland, but I've learned not to judge people's political leanings by my location, and I learned that specific lesson doing a show in Amboy, Washington. Yeah, some people know. It's a logging town about an hour and a half outside the city, and we're pulling into the town. I'm about to do a show there. And I'm just going past like chucks with Confederate flags on them. And there's a sawmill and just farm country. And I'm looking around. I'm saying to myself, yeah, this is where they make the racism. This is definitely <laughs> the. <laughs> looks like lumber is integral to the production of racism <laughs> from where I'm standing right now. <laughs> but I was wrong about Amboy Washington. Because the comic I was on the show with that night used the racial slur on stage. And the crowd pulled back on him. They weren't having it. Some people booed him. So based on the crowd's reaction to that comic, for the record. If you're Korean and you're thinking about moving to Amboy, Washington, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah, they got your back. However, if you are a lady or a gay person, do not go to Amboy, Washington <laughs> based on their reactions to other jokes that night. They're not ready for you yet. They're only at the Korean level of progress right now. <laughs> My friends hate Trump, is why I brought all that up. My friends hate Trump for all the reasons we hate Trump, scumbag, old lady shit. And when he started out his campaign, he was saying all this horrible stuff about Mexican immigrants. And that's what makes my friends hate for Trump ironic to me, because they're Portland-ass Portland people. And if you ask people like that, how they feel about folks moving up here from California, (laughs) (laughs) it's not just like Donald Trump, you guys. I love the part of the joke when you all figure out that I'm talking about you. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, if you're not, you yourself, ask one of your Portland-ass friends, yo, how do you feel about what's been going on? Be like, oh, we got these fucking interlopers coming up across the border, (laughs) (laughs) bringing their tan skin and their funny talk. (laughs) (laughs) Coming up here and taking away resources and opportunities from the pale-faced people who were here first. of course, white people weren't here first. There were Native Americans, and they got pushed out. And if you look at the history of this part of town specifically, black people were originally corralled and forced to live in this area of town. And then like 10 years ago, white people were like, nah, we want that back too. But you know how it works when you're white, right? You can just do whatever you want, then just rewrite history afterwards. You just make it up later. Look at the holidays we se- celebrate at this time of year. It, start with, it starts with Columbus Day, you know, a guy who had discovered inhabited land. <laughs> We got Thanksgiving coming up, celebrating the wonderful, fruitful union between white people and Native Americans. <laughs> that turned out great for everybody. <laughs> and Christmas, Christmas is the most whitewashed holiday of them all. Because <laughs> Christmas is supposedly the celebration of Jesus Christ's birth. As a Middle Eastern Jew, born to Middle Eastern Jew parents, yet every nativity scene you've seen in front of every single church in your life just looks like some fucking trust fund hippie girl's water broke at Burning Man. <laughs> History is whatever you say it is, white people, ain't it? So what Portland needs to do is build a wall. A wall that's big enough to keep these fucking Mexican Californians, Californians off our land, so we can get this city back to part-time work. And then we can start to make Portland great again, you guys. You ask my friends that, that's what they sound like. Then you ask them how they feel about Trump, they'll be like, he's an asshole and I can't relate to anything he says. Because apparently xenophobia is only good if it's locally sourced. And yes, technically all xenophobia is locally sourced. But Portland's is better because it's organic. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful night.